1: Hey y'all, 7 Rounds in Heaven is back. We're brought to you by the Armchair All-Americans as a part of the Armchair Media Network. It's officially 2020 NFL Draft Talk season. It is I, Rob Paul, the Armchair Scout, a.k.a. a founding member of the Tyler Johnson Hive. And with me, as always, is AJ, SEC Defenders and Big 12 Wide Receivers Only, Mark Casey.
0: Yeah, I'm not really an SEC Defender person here. You're wrong, Rob. I'm sorry. It's
1: real football, though.
0: It is real football, but I don't like it.
1: Oh, there's a take. You don't like real football. (laughs) Uh, Today, we're going to begin 2020 draft talk with our 10 prospects we're most excited for this season. Let's hit it, baby.
0: Seven rounds in heaven with my baby going out. To Vegas, maybe. Looking for a young or a 2-0. Don't draft a run back on the first day. Don't draft a run and back on the second day. Maybe draft one on the third. Or don't. Let's go seven rounds. Let's go seven rounds together, let's go seven rounds forever, and that's a song. I'd like to take a second
1: to introduce our newest friends from SeatGeek. Let them take the confusion out of your ticket buying experience. Instead of shopping dozens of sites to find the best deal, let SeatGeek do the work for you. Their app scans the web for the best deals to your favorite game, concert, or show, and rates them on a scale of 0 to 10 to let you know if you're getting the best bang for your buck. A green dot marks great deals, yellow dot good deals, and red dot not so good deals. Use promo code ACAA at checkout to receive $20 off your first purchase. That's two free beers at the stadium on them. What are you waiting for? That's promo code ACAA for $20 off your first purchase. SeatGeek. Life's an event. We have the tickets. Ticket to 2020 NFL Draft in Las Vegas. Um, I'm excited. Me too. I think there will be a fun venue led by the Raider Nation. That doesn't really exist there. I know. Uh, okay, 2020 NFL Draft, 10 guys. This is, yes, a filler episode. Yes. <laughs> it'll not be that long. But we gave you that amazing GM rankings episode last week that was almost an hour 45, so...
0: We're just dipping our toes into 2020.
1: We give and we take episode to episode. Our quota is just two hours flat.
0: <laughs> yeah, two hours per two weeks.
1: Yeah, that's what the execs say. Okay, yeah. I don't know if you rank them or just pick ten randomly.
0: I didn't do a ranking. I tried to kind of hit the positions, but I didn't. Fully sense.
1: Well, I mean, there's 22 positions in this oh is 10 players.
0: God. The position many, groups. I'm so sorry of. I don't even know how many position groups are there. I don't know, like nine or something. This is the great
1: banter of this podcast. Yeah, I,
0: we're both off our game right now. It's a, it's a short app. Let's just get through it.
1: uh Okay. Do you want to go back and forth then?
0: Yeah, sure. I think we're going to have a lot of uh, overlap, though.
1: Probably. I mean, that's to be expected. I looked at my last year's list, too, and it was, like, exactly probably what you would expect at that time, too, so.
0: I wanted to find my list from last year because it's probably some bad ones, but.
1: Mine, mine was obviously all money. <laughs>
0: yeah. Okay, uh, Wait, do, I'll, wait, I'll do... do
1: you want to hear mine? Yeah, I do. I do. Uh, as I open the document. I should have thought ahead. Just fill in time here, people.
0: Look, we're just trying to get our quota here,
1: okay? Right? Uh, okay, ready? Yeah. Uh, I seem to have ranked it, too, so... Oh, it, cool. it gets strange near the end. Oh, God, Sweet. maybe I shouldn't have done this. One, Ed Oliver.
0: Makes a lot of sense. Two, Nick Bosa. Makes a lot of sense. Three, Devin White. Makes a lot of sense. Four, Justin Herbert, who didn't go pro. Well, maybe you'll hear
1: his name called today. Uh, <laughs> uh, five, Nikhil Harry. Yeah. Okay. Six, Andrew Wingard. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm so glad we brought this up.
1: Seven Colin Johnson, who didn't go pro. Uh, it's fine though. He's, I don't, he's not on I today's guess.
0: list for me though, but he was no, he on last He's not on my list either. Uh, eight David Montgomery. Oh, yeah, fun. We're still one of our personal favorites. I think for both of us at this point. So nine Easton Stick. i t- <laughs> still one of my personal favorites.
1: Ten Michael Dieter, which seems strange.
0: Ooh, I, I guess Not a bad pick, just a strange one. Yeah, there was some hype though. I get it. My
1: honorable mentions: Clum Farrell, Nate Herbig, Greg Little, <laughs> Rodney Anderson, Alaric Jackson, Dakota Dixon, Jawan Johnson, Zach Allen, Shrief Miller, DK Metcalf, Dakota Dixon. Yeah, it was not. I don't know. Don't trust. Them. So basically, mean. what we've learned is don't trust anything. We see I, it today. I, I played it really safe today. Me too. I, hope. I and I've watched a ton of guys this year. These are just mm-hmm. like these are the guys I
0: enjoy the most. Mm-hmm, they just mm-hmm. happen to also be great. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. First one, hit me. I'm gonna start off with an easy one. I'm gonna go with the LSU safety, Grant Delpit. He is also he's number one on my list. Yeah, I think he he just feels like number one man. Like every big play, it seemed like for that LSU defense he was involved in last year, popped off the screen just watching games live. And then when you did the 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 2019 uh, eligible draft guys tape, like greedy, kept on showing up. And then I'm assuming when you throw the twenty twenty on, he's gonna look fucking good. So. Yeah. I, I've watched uh
1: already like ten of his games. Yeah. He was arguably the like he he would have been a top ten player in this past draft for sure. Maybe mm-hmm. top five. Actually I think he would have ended up my fourth player if he was in the twenty nineteen NFL and draft.
0: Safety is personally one of my most favorite positions. Me too. Um, and we just didn't have that big time guy that we were spoiled by two years ago this year and so and and the thing about him is he's he's big but his ability Mm -hmm.
1: and coverage and just his like natural ball skills his fluidity he's got everything he's not like a jamal adams versus the run but he's still a physical tackler and constantly makes plays in the backfield he's a complete safety he's i wouldn't be like currently he's my number one player for 2020 i wouldn't be surprised if he finishes there
0: all right, who's your first guy, Ralph?
1: Uh, well, it was also Grant Delpit, but my second <laughs> guy, uh, Jerry Judy of Alabama. Yeah, easy one. Yeah, I mean, and it's not just like this is a stacked receiver class, and that won't be the last receiver who I name today. Mm-hmm. Um, but the thing, like the way Judy makes plays, his his start stop ability, and like what he can do after the catch, it's Odell Beckham esque like just get the ball in his hands, he can take a slant. 80 yards the way few people have been able to do, like the way Odell Beckham does.
0: Kind of has felt like the the draft Twitter darling over the offseason. with like Just it, yeah. lots of.
1: Well, it's because, like, okay, obviously, uh, uh, like I mentioned, a lead after the catch. Yeah. He's a big-time athlete. Uh, him and Tua, the downfield passing game is so much fun. But he's also got great hands, and he's one of the best route runners in the class. Like, the stop-start in the in the Yak game also comes in as a route runner and he is, like, h- him and Delpit are maybe the two best players in the country.
0: And I think both, if they were eligible last year, would have been the first guy taking out their positions, so.
1: Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, like, this, this receiver class is not, I don't think it's going to be as deep as last year's, but it's going to be a lot more top-heavy, where last year mm-hmm. wasn't super top-heavy, it was just, 30 guys who are going to be good football players. It's going to be like, there could be five really great guys. Yeah. Kind of like that. The, the Odell Beckham, Mike Evans, Sammy Watkins, uh, Brandon Cook's wide receiver class. hmm I, I get that feel with this class.
0: Kelvin Benjamin. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. My bad. <laughs> uh, okay. I'm going to stick in the defensive backfield. I'm going to go across the country to the East coast to Virginia. Bryce Hall. Their also on my list. Yeah. Uh, same as Del Pitt, just a guy that kept showing up on other guys' tape uh, for 2019. I think he's going to end up being the, the number one corner in the country. I, I know there's I, some other guys. I think if
1: ahead. he had come out and uh, it was super surprising, like, he had that first round hype last year and yeah. it wasn't a great... It was a deep corner class not top heavy. I think... He had a fantastic chance to be corner one 2019 draft.
0: I, I, think I think a so lot so of that. people
1: had him there before he d- uh, decided to go back.
0: Yeah, and I think he, he would have been a guy that did really well in the draft process too. So. And he's a guy who, going back,
1: I'm so excited to see if he ends up at the Senior Bowl. Yeah. He's got yeah. Like, he's got everything. like The physicality, the size, size the ability in yeah. man coverage, great instincts, great ball skills, clean footwork. Like mm-hmm. He looks like... It wouldn't surprise me if he ends up. There's some corners with not more upside, but like some of the junior corners have a lot of hype, like CJ Henderson, yeah. um, Jeffrey Akuda, like guys like that. It wouldn't surprise me if he ends up being like the not the first corner off the board, but he'll translate to NFL success the quickest. Like he's yeah. ready for the NFL now.
0: Yep, that's fair.
1: I get that. Okay. Uh, third guy for me, but it's actually my fourth now, I guess. Uh, a guy, another guy who could have been the—he probably wouldn't have ended up above Garrett Bradbury, but he was on par with Garrett Bradbury. Had he come out of Wisconsin early, Tyler Beaudies from Wisconsin, uh, the center,
0: guy who just—he had a great year last
1: year. Yeah, he was he had the I don't know, least hype of that hyped Wisconsin O-line entering the year and, and it turned was out to be the best
0: player. Yeah, exactly.
1: And he's not the biggest guy in the world. He's not that classic um like Travis Frederick type of Wisconsin center that's just a people mover, but his mm-hmm. he's like he's he's only about 6'2" 3, like 305-310, but his ability uh his his short area quickness is what separates him from Basically, all these other uh, college interior linemen right now, he looks like Jason Kelsey the way he moves, which is elite movement skills, and it shows up in the run game all day. He's also yeah. really physical and he's a finisher. He's got that classic Wisconsinness to him, but the quickness and ability to get to the second level and get on linebackers, it's Im- impressive with these. Um, he he is. There are a few centers who. Are as fun to watch as him because of that uh, athleticism? You
0: know what's funny? I think this time last year, uh, doing B-A-D-, B.A.D. is on tape only as a retro sophomore. I wasn't a huge fan. I think I, did, like, I slapped like a fifth round summer grade on him. <laughs> but like I said, just a, a Sandy huge in the season. I, I was probably low on him at that point too. But uh, you saw the flashes definitely last year, um, two years ago, and then last year, just so good.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think him and, him and Creed Humphrey is going to be a fun. Mhm. First round potential. Two first round potential centers. Creed Humphrey not yep. getting as much hype as you'd think uh, at this point.
0: That's true. That's very especially with that. Uh, how good the outline was last year.
1: Yeah, and he's the only returner. You think that his name mm-hmm. would just be buzzing a little more? I guess he is a center, but yeah. Uh, who you got next?
0: Uh. Okay. For next, I'll go. With a guy, I, not necessarily my my next most excited guy, but a guy, um, especially in the national championship game in the playoffs, uh, Isaiah Simmons from yeah. Clemson, just Another cause guy on how, my list. yeah, just because of his uniqueness, like, like the converted safety and like the fucking the movement abilities. You know just what bothers re- me? People are still
1: saying? calling him a safety, even though he basically, like you hit it on the note, he's a converted safety. He's a linebacker. He played safety. He is now yeah. a linebacker, but then there's people who've been listing him as a safety. Still, it's like he's six two two thirty, and yeah. his movement skills as a linebacker are exceptional. And that's the mm-hmm. best way to use him. And he was one of if in, in the playoff run for Clemson. I thought he was their best uh, defender. Yeah, and that's Christian Wilkins, Colin Farrell on, on that defense.
0: <laughs> yeah, three first round picks. Um, yeah, I know. I, I honestly, I agree, especially in the national championship game. He was all over the field, and I'm – he just seems like just a transcendent kind of guy. You know what I mean? Like that – just that NFL prototype for today's linebacker. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited. He,
1: he, he's a, in the, the – like the past is his hate. He shows up mm-hmm. in his coverage skills. I think it was uh, a play against Notre Dame in the, in the playoff game, and he's like 30 yards downfield breaking up passes. Um, he, yeah. he he reminds me of Levante David with the just the range and the aggressiveness in the run game, but combining that with the athleticism, he's mm-hmm. obviously got to develop a bit more. And he was only a redshirt sophomore last year. Yes, so, exactly. Like he's the this the ceiling is the sky or whatever Michael Jordan said with uh, <laughs> Simmons. Um, and it's going to be a really interesting linebacker class with. Uh, him and uh like Dil Moses and Pat like Patty Fisher had some hype Troy Troy Dye, like uh Marcus Bailey. it's a funner linebacker class this year than last year. Yeah,
0: I think Moses just probably missed my top 10 cut, but he also... he's like
1: yeah, he's at the top of my honorable mentions.
0: Mm-hmm. And like a guy that's had just so much hype his whole yeah, <laughs> career, right? So. Uh okay, I'll hit you with uh, how about
1: AJ Eponisa from Iowa okay. here? Yeah. Uh, okay. On the, my list too. Him and Chase Young. I think it's a lot of people have it Chase Young then him. Mm-hmm. I currently have it him and then Chase Young. Um, I think the the in Chase Young I'm sure is on both of our lists.
0: Yeah, so we can do them together now
1: Yeah, (laughs) What separates them is, with Chase Young, I think you've got this ball of clay. He's 6'5", 265. Yeah. Freaky athlete. Um, And and he he is quite refined, considering he's only a true junior. But uh, his is the upside versus Eponis is the higher floor. His hand use is already looking like it's going to be elite in that Joey Bosa, Nick Bosa, like Cam mm. Jordan type of way, where he's not the most athletic edge. He's stouter, uh, like thicker. Yeah. Um, yes. And that shows up uh, both in the run game and uh, just his ability as a power rusher. But the the, the leverage in hand usage and uh, just the array of ways to beating an offensive lineman shows up with him, whereas Chase Young, not that it doesn't because he does use his hands quite well, I see more of like a JD Clowney type where it's just just pure upside with all this athleticism and size and he's a, he's also a pretty good run defender and obviously jd clown he's one of the best in the league but he, even Clowney hasn't fully unlocked his ability as a pass rusher yet and he's still a little raw there and i see that more with chase young
0: i think last october ish you called chase young the the first pick in the 2020 nfl draft that sounds right <laughs> and so it's gonna be like with the spotlight on him obviously boza missed most of the year last year but it's it's Chase Young's defensive line now. Uh, Draymond Jones gone too. So just the spotlight being on him, on him on that in that group, the whole defense to be honest. Um, that's gonna be interesting to watch and just both. Uh, I assume going to be top fifteen top picks and the worst. Yeah,
1: yeah. I, I think in my early twenty twenty mock, I put Eponisa as the number one pick. Chase Young is the number two or three pick. Like I think they're both very like. If they take the step forward that you'd expect from a true mm-hmm. sophomore to a ju- ju- true junior year, like I have a hard time not seeing them both go in the top ten. Yeah. They're just in different ways, but both awesome prospects. Do uh, you want to throw
0: another one out there? Yeah, sure. I'll go back to the receiver position, just because I guess we save quarterbacks for last. Uh, Colorado, LaVesca Chanel. On my list because I didn't get to see much of him last year. Um... Missed some time. I just didn't watch a lot of Colorado football. Interesting what? player. I didn't watch a lot of Colorado ball. I don't it's know. Missed the Pac-12. I know, but they weren't playing after the they dark. They weren't playing season. after dark enough at all. Hopefully they, they do ex- this year. Exactly. I mean, Montez was missing time. I don't hate Montez either. Like, as a just to watch, college football yeah. player. Not as a prospect, oh. just to watch. Like, he's confident Dude. enough to get him the ball. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I know... Early Heisman candidate last year, um, got injured, um, played nine games, but yeah, uh, just didn't get to see him enough. Had a really hot start. I'm interested to see him. Uh, Different I'm type of receiver touchdowns. than yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: He, Go like ahead. Ju- Judy and C- Judy and CD C- Lamb are both like that true outside receiver. Where Chanel's playing this mm-hmm. big uh, slot role, doing. Things like you mentioned, the rushing touchdowns, like being moved all over, running Wildcat. He's awesome after yeah. the catch. Um, he's he's more in that offensive weapon mold versus that true outside receiver mold.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, interesting guy. And, like, obviously with the size, too. It's just... Yeah. You get some Michael Thomas to him
1: in that way, where he's this massive slot. Yeah. Interesting. Um, I... For sure, no. I'm the sorry. receiver class in general, like there's, yeah, ten different guys who I think you could argue be on either of our lists here. Yeah, for sure. Um, I'll, I'll I'll stick at receiver two, though. Uh, Oklahoma C.D. Lamb. Yeah. Ju- Judy is the clear number one receiver right now, and I think CeeDee Lamb's the clear number two. I uh, I'm a huge CeeDee Lamb. Although I have Judy above him, I think I enjoy CeeDee Lamb more just because his contested catchability is insane. Yeah. Like he looks like DeAndre Hopkins out there. Hassan House, like Texas, uh, Alabama, Kansas State. Just he if you put the ball in his vicinity and give him a chance, he's coming down with it. And he's yep. he's not it's not like he's massive either. He's 6'2", 189. He's just elite hands, elite uh contested catchability the ball skills feels like game. he plays feels like he plays bigger than that yeah 100% too. and, and yeah. if you, you'll remember um, that one highlight catch it didn't count against UCLA
0: on the, the sideline where the one handed yeah. one
1: and mm-hmm. that that's like I know it didn't count but it was one of the best catch, catches of the year if not the best
0: and then the the block
1: <laughs> yeah 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 he's also you know the
0: blocker uh, yes.
1: for a receiver
0: yeah and that was the block is, was my one of my favorite ones. Just watching football live, and then uh, back on tape too. Like every time I did that Oklahoma game, what game was that? I'm blanking now. Uh, the, the
1: Alabama. He did it to Dylan. Yeah, or, Was it Dylan Dil- Moses or no? No, he did it to no, Mac Wilson. Wilson.
0: It was Mac Wilson. Yeah. yeah, that just watching the Mac Wilson tape, and every time I threw on a Bama defender or yeah, you North see Lamar. it every time. You like obviously yeah.
1: because of the amount of prospects
0: in that game, you just we, we watched that watch the game all along lot. Yeah, too. yeah, exactly. So yeah, Lam is going to be fun to watch for sure this year. Yeah, um, you want to throw any more out? Yeah, I'll do a running back. Oh, DeAndre Swift, Georgia. And, and uh, no, yeah. what
1: accompanies him is the Etienne versus Swift. To, to, yes. Like cause, I don't, know, I don't know if people are even arguing any other running backs because it's obviously a really sick class. But there's uh, Taylor argument. I think. I, I think so too, but I'm not there with him. Like mm-hmm. uh, to me, it's Swift and Etienne. And to me, it's, like, Swift is the number one.
0: And the reason I threw Swift on this list is because I, I just feel like I've seen more of Travis Etienne. Um, Swift splitting, essentially splitting carries with Elijah Holyfield last year. Um, the, the flashes, though. I mean, I think six yards per carry. Just the ability to make those little cuts in the hole. Um, it's 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 fun to watch. And, like, Etienne's also explosive dude, but... Swift's better in the passing
1: game too, which I think
0: agree. Really yeah. mm-hmm. He was just
1: used there more as well. He was, like yeah. Etienne is this smooth glider, where Swift, yeah. I think, gives you a little more versatility in, in his running ability. Not you mentioned like the like the contact balance, like and but he brings power. He's kind of all around. I think he's got mm-hmm. a chance to be one of these special running back prospects that we've seen in the past. Not necessarily to the Saquon Barkley level, but like to the Todd. Todd Gurley level, potentially.
0: I think that's fair. And, uh, again, like you said, it's a really, really good 2020 group for running backs. Yeah,
1: like, after Swift and Etienne, like, even, like, J.K. Dobbins. You mentioned Jonathan Taylor, obviously. And Mm -hmm. and there's good seniors this year, too. Like, Keyshawn Vaughn from Vandy and uh, Zach Moss from Utah had some love last year. Yeah. It's, I mean, there's always running backs that grow on trees. Don't draft them in the first round. But there's, again, (laughs) a ton of them. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, we get some fun ones at the Senior Bowl. And hey, if you want a 250-pound Leonard Fournette, there's AJ Dillon. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um, okay. I'm gonna uh, keep holding off on on our our one true uh, love at QB. Uh, I mean, no right. pun intended.
0: Uh, <laughs> it wasn't Jordan. It wasn't Jordan. If it was, though,
1: huh, what could
0: have been? <laughs>
1: uh, I'm gonna sc- jump back to the offensive line. Uh, Iowa's right tackle, Tristan Wirfs. <laughs> yeah, and left tackle, Eric Jackson. <laughs> hey, he's good, too. He's no Tristan <laughs> Wirfs. It's a, it's going to be, I think, a very good underclassmen offensive tackle group.
0: Is uh is Iowa winning the, the West in the Big
1: Ten? Just because of Wirfs, Eponiza, and Eric Jackson? Yeah, and Nate Stanley. Oh, but sorry. Yeah. And they're running back, like, M- M- Mikhail Sargent.
0: Yeah, oh, yeah, this Sargent. But Iowa's always just got a confident running back. Anyways...
1: Uh, with worse, you're getting <laughs> like check size box six five three twenty. He also mm-hmm. will put you in the ground and make you remember. He's so physical and developed already as a run blocker, as a true sophomore last year. Um, he's not the like, he, he's got some athleticism questions that I think will pop up and some uh, inconsistencies yeah with his footwork but he's super physical in pass protection he uses his length and hands really well really strong anchor anchor uh a guy who i'm sure there will end up being some questions about should he kick inside cuz i think he yeah. could be a dominating guard as well but i am very much on board with him being offensive tackle one
0: that's why you propped up as brendan Scherf
1: yeah, yeah 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 all and so is elect jackson's though <laughs> no, no, no! Our Larry yeah. Jacksons is Robert Gallery.
0: Yeah, there you go. Perfect. All right, uh, do we get to the quarterback? I could do a couple quarterbacks. Whoa. you flexing on the room? No, I'm just just kind of excited for it. like Jordan Love. It, like probably just missed the cut for me. Um, big time flashes last year at Utah State. I'm excited to see like awesome ball you know? placement. Yeah,
1: mm-hmm. good zip on the ball. Yeah, I'm very excited to see his development oh, this year Yeah, I mean, you're, um, you're not wrong though It's I know it's early And last year I had Easton stick on this list So who really knows But this QB but, class <laughs> Is
0: already shaping up to be Better and more fun I agree Because Love is a lot of fun to me And he's kind of got all the pieces there And I want to see him Lost some guys in that Utah State offense um, Lost a coach but uh, weird, weird. I just want to watch that offense more, to be honest. Lots of weird dudes. <laughs> Lots of, like, really small receivers. Anyways, I yeah. want to see
1: that. And, and, and then, like, if you jump over staying in group of five, Houston's yeah. got a guy in Derek King who I'm in on it. I, I yeah. know there's some – it seems like people are either all in where they think he can be a first-round pick, which I'm in that boat, or all out where they think he's, like, a late-day three pick or yeah, undrafted. And-
0: I haven't started the tape on him uh, yet. Haven't watched, didn't watch him too much at Houston. It felt like when I was watching Houston games, if the defense wasn't on the field, wasn't paying too much attention. I was flipping Fair. to another game. Fair. <laughs> that's that's all me. I should have been paying he, attention. He put I, up I knew King video game numbers last year. He did, and uh, yeah, it's, I knew it's about King, but uh, yeah.
1: sorry, it's interesting because he, he started off his career there as a wide receiver.
0: Yes, he. T- and he's only five he eleven,
1: one ninety five, but I think he's got the arm talent. I think I like his arm a lot, actually. Uh, obviously, he brings big time mobility to the position. Like he, he, there's some Michael Vick. There's some Cordell Cordell Stewart there.
0: That's
1: uh, yeah. I give him that slash. Uh, that slash pro comp baby.
0: <laughs> is is that a good pro comp? I don't know.
1: I think it depends. How you look at it? I mean, Cordell Strew, If he entered the league now, would be much more coveted. Oh, and sure. he wasn't I mean, like he was good, he
0: just wasn't he was good. like
1: a leader or anything. Um, uh, I've
0: I've liked King ever since the the whole NCAA games where uh, you, you take over. You got Greg Ward, and then uh, when he 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 graduates, you got King to fill his shoes, and you're like that's that timeline is wrong, but okay. Oh uh, no, it's not wrong. Greg
1: Ward and Derek King were not at Houston together. Were they? No. Greg
0: Ward's you, been
1: out of football for, or out of college for like six years.
0: Uh, not out of football um, because he's going to be impactful for the Eagles this year. Greg Ward was uh, the 2017 draft. Greg Greg Ward
1: was not the. You think they bench Greg Ward for Derek King?
0: No, I'm saying the NCAA video games.
1: Yeah, but I'm saying that there's a year between them.
0: Was there? I don't know. Anyways. This is like the millionth a weird...
1: time you've you've questioned me. Let's see if you're wrong once again.
0: Probably. What
1: else is new? You should just
0: learn not to question me.
1: My laptop's really slow, so it's going to take some time <laughs> for this to open. It might even crash. Podcast You're happen. probably
0: right. You're probably right.
1: Yeah, but you don't believe me, so I have to check now.
0: Uh, no, there's a year.
1: So I was I right.
0: No, I think they overlap one year. So I'm wrong. I think so. Anyways, who cares? Wait,
1: well, I'm opening it to find out. Okay. 2016.
0: Oh, my God. Does not just open? <laughs> so are you trying to find the 2016 Houston Cougars roster? Stats.
1: You can, you can talk about prospects while I do this. Jacob Eason is another one to get excited about.
0: For sure. Um, I'm not, a guy, I'm not... he,
1: we saw him as a freshman at Georgia, big-time flashes. Haven't seen him yes. for a while. He's replacing Jake Browning at Washington. Uh, you're right. Uh, but he's, he played receiver the whole time.
0: Yeah, but you can move him to quarterback. I just, I'm running that option all day. That's why I know um, East is going to be interesting. Uh, like more talented than Jake Browning, obviously. That the Washington team—they're always just interesting to watch too, because so many guys on that defense always and a couple of receivers that I liked last and year. Aaron Fuller's, Fuller's very good. Yeah, I was like I was early on Fuller. Give me some credit there. Um, yeah, no, there's there's dudes. Uh, we also what's the, the t- Go ahead, yeah.
1: Just jumping into other quarterbacks, like KJ Costello. Obviously, there's going to be this Jake Fromm, Weird Love. That's going to be a big debating point all year. The Brian Lewerke yeah. redemption story. Nathan
0: That's... Stanley. <laughs> oh, who cares? Um, the, the Lewerke story is really interesting right now, because there's like... I mean, last year, we were, we were kind of in on him at this point. But, yeah. Um...
1: But ultimately, there's two guys who are going to be the most interesting to talk about. Uh, Tua from Alabama and yeah. Justin Herbert from Oregon, who Her- Herbert would have been a first round pick had he come out last year. He would have been. Um, he's much better than Daniel Jones, who went six overall. So.
0: Yeah, it's like you could have just slotted him in there, too, because he's also tall and wide. I think the Giants would have liked him. Yeah, with a much oh. better arm. Um, like better at everything, to be mm, honest. They're similar athletes. Mm hmm. hmm. So good, I think, good for you, I Daniel think Jones. Virginia- I think Herbert's got a little more top-end speed to him, but uh, yeah. Anyways. Oh, okay. I'm saying um, it. I'm saying it. Herbert can move.
1: Yeah, seeing some more consistency from Herbert this year is going to be super yeah. important. That was his big issue last
0: year. I mean, um, we've been watching him for two years now. Well, Yeah,
1: I, I know, and oh, it gets to the much. point where it's like you've seen so much of him that you start nitpicking more than you would if you'd yeah. seen five games. Yeah. And exactly, and that's why the big
0: question is going to be: Can he sustain the flashes and just be a more consistent quarterback? Yeah, and you start to expect more. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh,
1: I'm I'm very much a Justin Herbert fan, and Tua. There's going to I think to the general public, there's not a lot of questions with Tua, but there's far more questions uh, with him to like the folks of Draft Twitter, which is us. Uh, Just with his like a lot of his decision making seems to be pre snap. Mm-hmm. Stares down his receivers, doesn't work through reads. Like there is a lot more questions with him than I think people understand.
0: Yeah, you like the holes popped up during the season last year. You, you started to see them, in in
1: the playoffs especially,
0: in the playoffs especially, exactly. Lots of just like in that championship game, lots of bad misreads and forcing balls, and but like I, I no, I think it's gonna be a first round pick.
1: Oh yeah, He's me too. Like I, I think ultimately of. Of this QB class, I think at least three of them end up in the first round. Th- I, think so. I think three to five is an extremely big
0: possibility. Yeah, no, I agree, and I, yeah, I, I can see Love being that uh, the guy that you know the small school guy that rises, and I think Herbert's a lock. I think two is lock. Eason, I think he's got the talent, but it's gonna be really interesting to watch. You know, right? Cause yeah, we I, think just I Haven't love- seen him in a long time. I
1: think Love's kind of the safe bet for the third spot, though.
0: I agree yeah and
1: then uh yeah Easton's kind of the wa Easton and King are wild cards I'm mm-hmm. kind of yep. putting more hype on king than most but and then fromm's kind of like in the daniel Jones mold i guess
0: yeah yeah fromm he just like it seems like a second round guy uh it, it, like it, I'm like for the NFL, like, i don't mean yeah
1: i like i as of right now like I like kJ Costello more than I like Jake fromm.
0: Castello's—I remember watching him last year. I, interesting, but flashes. But I didn't like the, the. Obviously, you haven't watched Sam Ellinger yet. Well, I know what I got in Sam Ellinger. He's going to be the next uh, top ten pick that goes to the Senior Bowl. Correct. At Jim Nagy on Twitter. Jeez, jeez, ooh, or whatever the geez, fuck he geez, woo, throwing heat tonight, AJ. Look, he—I didn't like his his uh, his, his quote weird. from Matthew McConaughey. Like, give some respect that, to Matt McConaughey. It was,
1: it was just a weird thing to tweet. I think.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, if you're putting words in Matt McConaughey's mouth, they have to right, be a little right, weirder right. than that. Yeah, or that, exactly.
1: Uh, anybody else you want to mention?
0: I think we kind of hit all the guys I'm really excited for. Who, who else do you got? Uh, Minnesota's Tyler Johnson. Yeah, you mentioned him off the top of the show. Yeah, I just,
1: you know me and my love for route runners. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and he has got a chance to be the best. Him, him and, I think, Jerry Judy are the two best route runners I've seen. Mm-hmm. And Tyler Johnson also surprisingly awesome in, um, contested catch situations. Yeah. I th- noticed a lot of that watching Minnesota last year. Yeah, And he's not the biggest guy, like six, one, one ninety's is what I have him at. Uh, really wicked release game. Uh, yeah. I said the route running. Yeah. The contested catch. I think he, he's going to be the top senior receiver and he's a guy I would love to see cook people at the senior bowl. Um, uh, let's just throw an early comp out there, Adam
0: Thielen, because of the Minnesota roots. <laughs> yeah, just
1: that's my new thing. Instead of race to race comps, it's geography. Yeah, which is com- way, much, way, way, way cooler.
0: Oh yeah, it is for sure. School or geography, one or the other.
1: Correct. So just <laughs> Justin Herberts is um, uh, Myers
0: Leonard. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Thanks. Whatever you say. Thanks. I was thinking Sean Mannion, a little little taller though. Yeah, he wishes. (laughs) Derek, how about Derek Anderson? A little more mobile though. Ooh, this show is a mess. Yeah, how about Joey Harrington? Okay, let's go. Let's Uh, leave. uh, Just to throw
1: a couple more names out there. uh, (laughs) Offensive tackle from Georgia, Andrew Thomas. We Mm -hmm. we we said Dylan Moses already. Yeah, Uh, Marcus Bailey, the Purdue linebacker, is a guy I really really like. Uh, and two nickels, because I love nickels. Washingtons, Miles Bryant, and Alabama's Shaheem Carter.
0: Bryant's, I think, Bryant's the guy on the, the, the Washington defense this year. Yeah. Defense, it, at least.
1: We were both in on him last year, I think. Yeah. Um, not surprising that he went back, just because he never really got a ton of hype. But And then Shaheem no. Carter's a guy who just kept, like, I didn't know who he was, but every time I watched Alabama tape, he would flash. So I mm-hmm. looked into him, and he plays their star role, which is similar to what like, what Minka Fitzpatrick did there. So he's mm-hmm. just a guy in a big-time spot uh, who I think has got a lot of ability.
0: All right. We made it through it, I think.
1: Maybe. All right. That'll do it for this short, low-quality filler episode of Seven Rounds in Heaven.
0: High-quality, come on. You
1: can follow us on Twitter at AJMarquezi13, at RobPaulNFL, at ACLAmericans, and at ArmchairNFL. Uh, Go to I'mSureHomeAmericans.com. I'm sure I wrote something you can read, or there are plenty of other podcasts and things to read there.
0: Yep, there is. Uh,
1: Beer of the Week, AJ? It's your week. Well, I'll stick with the classic. Cottage Springs. Uh, It's a vodka soda, actually, because right now I can't drink beer. But Cottage Springs knows how to make them, and today on their Instagram story, you were able to write in suggestions for new flavors. So I was doing that multiple what's times. Your, your I'm, I suggested pumpkin.
0: <laughs> yeah, a, <laughs> I pump, a, kinda... a pumpkin vodka soda, please. I don't think I could. I, I love pumpkin, but uh, I don't well, know. Well, it's do for it.
1: us pumpkin beer lovers who are no longer able to n-
0: drink beer, so we need it in you, our vodka sodas. You, you know what's going to happen? The people, the good people at call it Springer, will love your idea, but so they don't have to credit you, they're going to spit it and call it pumpkin pie. Fuck. That's what's going to happen.
1: I hope they don't steal. I sent them green apple and coconut as
0: well. Green apple feels like a lock, right? I don't know. It's going to happen.
1: I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm going to just spend the rest of my night sending them more. Okay. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening. Goodbye.